Out of the Depths is the title of the article dealing with gems from the Old Testament for the month of January. The reader is encouraged to read Psalm 130. The writer of Psalm 130 was in the depths, not simply a mild depression or temporary problem, but a deep trouble, deep pain, deep heartache. In fact, the Hebrew word for depths in Psalm 130 is used in Isaiah 51 to describe the depths of the ocean. At times we may find ourselves in the depths. Our terminology might be different, but the meaning is the same. I'm in such a rut. I feel so down. I've never been so low. When in the depths, do we know the way up and out? Psalm 130 provides the answers. Give your burdens to the Lord. When in the depths, the psalmist gave his burdens to the Lord. Verse 1, out of the depths I have cried to you. The Hebrew word for cried in this verse has the sense of crying loudly or wordlessly. Yet according to scripture, even our sobs and sighs are prayers heard and acted on by the Almighty. No matter how deep the pit or heavy the weight, when we give our burdens to the Lord, he lifts us up and out of the deep and gives us the peace of God which can only come from God. This is not theoretical thinking or a locker room pep talk. This is divine truth. Paul wrote in Philippians 4, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Next, trust in God's mercy and forgiveness. Sometimes we find ourselves in the depths because of a spiritual crisis. We feel the weight of our sins and wonder how even our merciful God could ever forgive us. The psalmist wrote in verse 3, If you, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? Just imagine what would happen if God did keep a record of our wrongs for one day or even a single hour. How important, then, that we remember the words of Psalm 130. But there is forgiveness with you, as he says in verse 4 and in verse 7, and with him is abundant redemption. In fact, it is because of God's forgiveness and plenteous redemption in Jesus Christ that we can be certain that he will lift us up and out of the horrible pit of our problems. When feeling helpless and hopeless, ask yourself, if God willingly sacrificed his own only son to save me from my sins, will he refuse to give me any other godly blessing? Of course not. Thirdly, wait patiently for God to act. Finally, when 
in the depths of trouble or despair, wait patiently for the Lord to act. The psalmist wrote, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits, and in his word I do hope. Like many Bible words for waiting, the Hebrew word used in this verse has a sense of strength, patience, and hope. Where does this hope originate? The psalmist tells us this too. In his word, I do hope. Verse 5. To have this confidence that God will act to have is to have patience. The patience of a little boy who kept staring at the escalator in the mall. Son asked the security guard, is something wrong? Are you lost? No, sir, the boy replied, I'm just waiting for my chewing gum to come around again. Scripture doesn't talk about chewing gum, but it does say much about the source of strength and patience. Psalm 40, verses 1 and 2, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock. This article is written by Mark Weiss, professor and dean of students at Emmanuel Lutheran College in Eau Claire, Wisconsin.